0: Hello and welcome to Around the Outside, the podcast for Formula One fanatics with me, Chris Moss and Jake Peach.
1: Thank you for stopping by and getting involved with the podcast. Don't forget, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss a new episode on your favourite podcast platform. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Just search Around the Outside podcast on Facebook and we're
0: at ATOPodcast underscore on Twitter and Instagram. So we will take a look and review the Spanish Grand Prix and the latest news from Formula One in further episodes. But in our first of two very special episodes, it is all about our special guest for this week. It is none other than F1 legend, race winner, Pastor Maldonado.
1: Well, uh, a big moment for us here on Around the Outside. Um, We are so delighted to welcome Pastor Maldonado to the podcast. Uh, How are you doing, mate?
2: All very good. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. And uh, of course... It's a great pleasure always to share, you know, all my experience mm. with you guys, and uh, and also to to the people who are following, you know, these uh, new kind of things for Formula One, which is the podcast, and uh, I'm so happy to be here. I'm from. Thank
1: you so much for uh, for stopping by for us. Um, yeah, let, let, we got so much to to ask you um, as as big fans ourselves uh, of you uh, in the in the sport over a number of years. So um, first of all, I guess we should really start about um, what got you into motorsport. And being from Venezuela, how difficult or easy was it to get towards Formula One uh, um, and become a racing driver?
2: Yeah, it was. Uh... Honestly, it was pretty difficult just because um, in my country, the sport is no maybe the main the main sport. Main sport in my country is baseball. So everyone was asking me why I didn't practice any baseball. <laughs> I was practicing, to be honest, in the school, but nothing at the professional level. And uh, all my career started because of the BMX, mm-hmm. okay? When I was four years in the eighty nine. I did only two years of racing, then I stopped because I, I, I like it more the go karts. Mm-hmm. My city is Maracay. In Maracay, there is the, the let's say, the main go kart racing track of the country. And it's very central. you know, it's very popular, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the go kart track. So I, I start to do some laps and to practice. In 1992, mm-hmm. and I really start uh, the proper championships uh, in 1993. I remember, I remember uh, it was quite popular. Okay, so many drivers. It was very hard the championships, uh, and then of course I start to 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 race uh, over the country. I went to race to Brazil, to Colombia, uh, in the Caribbean Island, mm-hmm. in uh, North America also, and uh, thanks to the performance, also my family decided to go to Europe. And uh, the first country we we went it was Italy, as you know, Italy for the go kart is mm-hmm. is uh, the religion, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. is the main the main country, all the mainly. Almost all of the go kart manufacturers are uh, in Italy. Mm. So we we travel to Italy. We start to race. We start to 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 create some skills, mm. you no, know, and, and to misurize my talent against other uh, drivers, not only in Italy but uh, European championships, uh, international championships, world championships, mm. and I was doing. Uh, decent work it was pretty difficult for me at that time because i needed to travel for every race Mm, mm. get black and uh you know i i was not 100 percent focused on on the racing at the time because i had the 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 studies going on Mm. but i i was doing always pretty good and improving and improving until uh i won i won some races i was always fighting for good positions in good championships and then uh, then we we jump into the the single seaters formula renault at the time 2003
1: yeah
2: in, winter series but i'm telling you all of this because it was so so hard for us that, to travel you know mm. to 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 adapt myself to another country another culture mm. Uh, I was studying at the same time, so not fully focused on, on the racing, mm-hmm. but let's say 99% racing and 1%. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds is like cool.
1: It sounds like a good mix to me, Pastor, uh, and, and that would be exactly. my mix if, if I could. Um, Just on that kind of, you know, the travelling and stuff, It's as we know for any racing driver wanting to get to the level of Formula 1, it's such a massive commitment. Um, So your family were obviously very supportive of that and trying to make it happen for you.
2: Imagine, imagine that, you know, because you never know uh, what you can reach in the sport, you know, when you, it, it's, it's like a betting, okay? So, yeah. Uh, Thanks God, I had the, the support of my family, not only uh, for the money because Go carry is quite expensive, but mm. also uh, the, the, the the support to send me, you know, to cross the board and to discover something new completely. Not all the times they my parents were traveling with me. Sometimes I was traveling alone from the early year of. Uh, 11, 12 year old wow when I start to, to, to travel the world so it was it was pretty hard you know to, to, to leave my country, to leave my family, my work, you know my friends, my school and to say okay, see you next month <laughs> okay, or see you in three months or see you in two months. So it was pretty pretty shocking but it makes me uh, more mature, more more strong every day. And also and also you need to 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 grow quickly, you know, and I I understand that at the beginning, okay, that I needed to, to, to grow quickly, to understand, to, to mature more, and to be ready for whatever was the conditions, you know. And a part of that, of course, in the sport, not only in the motor sport, but in, in all the sport there is good days and bad days, and there is more bad days than good days, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. all, all, also something that you need to, to beat, mm-hmm. okay? Which is very difficult uh, early years and when you are quite young, you know? So it's difficult, yeah. it's difficult. And then when we jump into the single sitters, it become even more difficult because it, uh, my family couldn't support me economically, okay? Mm-hmm. So we, we jumped to, uh, to find sponsors, Imagine you need to find sponsors uh, in a country where the, the sport is not so popular. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: OK. And uh, at the same time, uh, for example, in, in my country, we are not selling a huge amount of uh, Ferrari cars <laughs> no. Okay. or Mercedes <laughs> cars. We yeah. use American cars. We are more influenced about uh, Amer- uh, the States. OK. Yeah. So. The people were asking me why you didn't went to the to the states. And my family is fully involved in car dealership, so we had all the contacts for uh, the, the the American uh, brands, mm. you know, to be like more connected and a, a simple way to to get into indie, indie for IndyCar. example,
1: yeah,
2: indie car. But uh, my my dream and also. Uh, the objective of the family was like all in okay mm-hmm. we go there we, we need to work hard we need to train every day not only in the in the car but also outside you need to uh, be focused you need to uh, eat good you know a healthy diet and uh, and yes step by step we've been uh, reaching the, the, the objective okay and uh, we find some sponsors. Uh, my family, in the hard times, they were putting some money in. And uh, I, I'm, that, that was maybe when I was uh, going up the categories in, in single-seaters, going up to World Series or GP2. Sometimes we struggled a lot with sponsors. Mm. okay. But my family was always behind, not only to give money, but also to, uh, to deliver their best. To find the sponsors when I was focused only in the race okay so this is very important also in the sport the the the, 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 the support of the family okay because managers of course they do their job but they are no family you mm-hmm. know they, they they are always looking for the interest and not looking for what you've been doing in the past mm-hmm. uh, what the family been doing in the past to to, to push you where you are you know, so it become it become honestly a, a very uh, hard career mm. until when I was in GP two. Uh, in GP two, I was always since the first year one of the favorite, but I never reached a, a competitive a very competitive team. But any, anyway, I was always uh, winning races, mm. always in the podium uh always fighting with the best drivers, okay with the favorites. So I was uh I was always very close to 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 win the championship, uh, close close points uh, and when, when I had the the confirmation from Williams at the time, it was like uh okay, I'm I feel very pleased, but now I can read you know because I deliver all my best. I did all the people wanted, you know. Uh, I was arriving uh, four or five in, in the championship, but only maybe four or five points uh, f- for the leading, okay? Not not, not, not 100 points. And uh, and the people, they, they were saying around me, okay, you need to win the championship. You need to win the, the championship. That's it. So I, I, I try my best my last year. I won not only the championship in GP2, at the, now it's Formula 2, but at the time, the name yeah. was GP2. Mm, yeah. uh, I, I, I won six races in a row, main races, okay, uh, six out of ten. So mm. I dominate. Yeah, I dominate completely the, the, the series, the year. Uh, I was fully confident and uh, mature enough. Yeah. to to approach that. I had the full support of the team. It was completely a new team, but very smart, very good people around, very good atmosphere. Because motor sport is not only drive the car, Okay, Mm -hmm. You need to feel you are maybe the most important part of the team. I hate when the people talk about the driver and about the team. It's all a team, you know? Because at the end, it's you as a driver who represents all the, the, the teamwork but anyway we are we were always trying to, to, to put the best team uh, possible mm. in, in my hands yeah okay but uh, yes it's never easy but uh, I think what we've done coming from my lovely country mm. is something uh, very very special mm. very special for the country very special especially uh, personally, okay, mm-hmm. because uh, imagine all all the years I, I invest my time, my full time, my dedication,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, to to reach something, and I feel proud of myself, proud of the people around me, mm-hmm. just because there is so many so many drivers I knew in my career, and also many drivers I, I didn't <laughs> I didn't know. That they did the same efforts that I did, and they didn't reach
1: uh,
2: yeah. the results Very that lucky. I reach. Mm. I feel lucky, of course. I feel lucky because I had first the support of the family, and this is the base, okay. And secondly, the support of all, of the country as well, okay. My country believed in me, and uh, I had the responsibility at the time to to deliver, to 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 reach the maximum and uh, i feel proud because i i did it
0: and say we we're going to take you back 9 years and one day ago <laughs> a very special day in your career <laughs> yes uh, the spanish grand prix in 2012 i mean i'll take it you've seen the race back it is such a special race especially for that season obviously seven different winners in the first yes. seven races never been done before never been done since i mean how was it for you your first win in formula 1 and say it was your only win
2: But you know, how was it for you? Listen, uh, I when when I when I jump in Formula One, okay, I thought the chances to to become a world champion were there because I always win in any category. I I always race, Mm. okay. I always win. I always been uh, competitive. I always been. in in the top okay so i said to myself why in formula one i uh, i need to do the same why not in formula one i've been competing so many drivers and i was beating so many drivers okay now i have the best drivers in the world Mm. many world champions because when i was there it was i don't know five world champions in in the the same
1: grid yeah yeah
2: in the same grid, so many world champions many extremely good drivers uh, I, I remember uh, I race even truly when he, ha- he, he was in, in, in Caterham, okay, mm-hmm. which was maybe not a world champion, but uh, very quick, very experienced driver. Yeah. Uh, Tonio Uh, the Greek was very solid. Mark Weber, for example, uh, many, many exceptional drivers, okay, Felipe Massa. Many exceptional and experienced uh, drivers. And imagine my welcome to Formula One was uh, Barrichello as a, as a teammate. Mm-hmm. He, he was <laughs> the most uh, experienced driver in Formula One.
1: Yeah.
2: And he was exceptional, talented. Okay. Something incredible. The approach, his experience, uh, you know, At the time I was thinking how to do it, he was automatically because of of his experience, but also the way he drove the car at the time, it was so good. And maybe the best thing uh, it happened to me, it was to start next to him. And and the second year, I feel it, of course, more ready. Uh, Driving-wise, I was always quick, but driving-wise, like more secure, more mature. And ready to, to, to deliver my best. When we reached Barcelona, we reached a new aero package. It was the first big step for mm-hmm. the car. Okay. And it was delayed. It was a big delay there. It's supposed to arrive on Thursday. It arrived just on Saturday morning. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Saturday morning, uh, in the debrief, eight o'clock. We decide to uh, to put all the package for FP3, okay, just just to try, mm. just to get some data for the for the factory. So it was a okay? big,
1: it was quite a big risk trying to get that turned around, and, and it was either going to work or it wasn't.
2: Yeah, I remember in, in Friday I was P13, something like this. In, in, during okay, we normally run with a lot of fuel, but uh, it was possible to fight for top ten, maybe in qualifying, okay. And uh, when, we, when we put on the track the car and I test the, the new Aero package, I feel such a, a very good balance in the car between the front and, and the rear, very well, uh, let's say a solid car, okay, mm. uh, with a very good front. I always like the car with a, a lot of uh, front end. So and, uh, I got from the car what I wanted, you mm. know, in a car. Uh, very similar to the to to the GP2 feelings, you know, Uh, very precise front, very good traction because I'm normally going very early on throttle Mm. and uh, I was P3. P3, in in, in FP3 I was P3. What happened? We still were running with some fuel, uh, important amount of fuel and we saw, oh wow, now we can uh, go down on fuel and we we can be competitive during the qualifying, but uh, we didn't plan to raise the aerokit. kit at the okay. time. Uh, so the fights start internally, yeah. okay. For sure I was fighting to, to, to raise it <laughs> immediately. <laughs> uh, but we had no not the mileage in, in, in the part, so it was a bit dangerous, okay, mm-hmm. because it was completely new part. We have a, a new floor. Uh, front wing, rear wing uh, uh, body work. it was completely like a new aero proper kit mm. you know what is very difficult in Formula 1? When you bring some parts and they immediately work this is something that happened only once in in, in my career <laughs> because normally when you bring new parts you run it and you need to recalibrate mm. you, know, you need to send them back to, to the factories analyze the data and uh get to the conclusions okay of the day that day everything was working in the same direction all the pressure tapings all the sensors to 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 measureize the the downforce of the car they increased immediately mm. okay the downforce the total downforce it was massive and you know in barcelona is a downforce track yeah
1: yeah very technical okay? yeah
0: yeah.
2: it's very technical it's a downforce track so we we gain a lot of points I don't remember how many but it was significant amount of uh, points in terms of downforce in the car and uh, and yes because of that and this difference at the end after so many fights and maybe one hour of discussions <laughs> factory the, the track the team the drivers engineers mechanics we decide to to, to race the, the aero kit. And uh, in quali, it was working perfectly. We were fighting always for for, for, for the pole from mm. Q3, Q2, and Q1. Uh, the strategy from the tires were, they were perfect. We use only the soft tires and we keep the, the hard tire for the race.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It was like all in line, you know, to, to reach that. It was uh, all expected okay after saturday yeah. it was all as planned we knew the ferrari car was starting very quick they had something in the in the clutch different than us you know uh, that it was very difficult to contain them from the start so we knew this and we uh, we've been focused to react for this kind of a start mm. and it happened you know i i think i think when we go back to the data, I think I, I did my best start during the season. So I was full, full focus mm. and I did a pretty, pretty good start. But the Ferrari car was quicker, uh, zero to 200, to, to okay? So uh, I lost a place, but I was so calm and following uh, the, the, the strategy because we had the great strategy to beat him because mm. we were quick mm. and in the pace we were quicker than them okay we, we 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 were quicker than them in the pace so i was running closely very closely maximum two seconds 2.5 seconds a little bit outside of the toe just to don't ma- damage the tires mm. but with a, a lot of margin in the pocket to yeah. push okay they were two different strategies they were uh, two or three stops okay so we tell them we, we accept the second position after the first stop, because we stop after, the lap after, yeah. just to yeah. tell everyone, OK, we are happy with the second place. Do your race. We do our race.
1: <laughs>
2: but for the second stop, we anticipate, we anticipate that from around 10 laps or something like this, OK? Because I was maybe one of the best managing the tires during the races,
1: yeah,
2: okay, and even if Pirelli said in the in in, in all the the informs that the, the tire the hard tires at the time they were able to run uh, maximum 22 laps, mm-hmm. and we did like 27 laps, something like this. So it was all down to me, you know, to to keep the tires alive I, and to extend the life of the tire di- until lap uh, 27 of the team and uh, at that time Pirelli was very sensitive yeah. very very sensitive uh many tires were exploding i don't mm. i don't know if you remember that i do i,
1: do. I remember silverstone yeah. um in, silverstone yeah, was in, one yeah. of the
2: exactly <laughs> so we were very concerned about the tires but i said to the team it's all on my hands let me do let me do my job okay and we were anticipating the the pitch. Uh, we did uh like a Two two qualifying laps, very good. Just to overtake uh, Fernando, and after after that, I needed to start to manage a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, I needed to follow the gaps, uh, to, to 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 save the energy at the time. In the in the steering wheel screen, you have not all the information that you got, you got now yeah, yeah. in the car. It was a very little uh, screen only giving you a small information, okay? So it was more feeling Mm. because I had not the temperature of the tires. I have not the temperatures uh, of anything (laughs) there. So talking a little bit with the wall, the engineer, they were following my uh, energies, okay? The energy I I was putting in the tires. As you know, Barcelona is a high energy track, especially turn three, nine, and the last sector is killing the, the, the real tyres mm. because it's very slow. So uh, I did my job I, I, and I was fully convinced from uh, the day before that the achievement was possible.
1: Yeah, and you did it and you crossed the line. And it, what was that feeling must have been? Just all of those that was, years of that work. Was insane. That was yeah.
2: insane. You know, that was amazing feeling. Amazing feeling when I saw uh, all my mechanics uh, in the wall waiting for me when I approached the straight line. That was difficult to explain with a word, you know, because uh, I was always fine, uh, a big fan of Williams when uh, Montoya was there, of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I remember I was going to the school with a, with a wearing the Williams jacket, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and to achieve that with Williams, that was like a, a dream come true. Okay. But a part of the dream, so many emotions going on at the same time, because I start to remember all, uh, my sacrifices. Mm. Okay. All, uh, what I done in, in my career, where I start, where I, where I was at that time. And it was, it was something special and extremely, uh, Particular, you know, feeling, feeling, big, big, big feeling. Uh, my family was there. My family were not going to all the races, but I had my cousins in Barcelona. I have uh, so many friends. I have my father, uh, my girlfriend at the time, which is my wife. Uh, now uh, I had so many guests. You know, mm. because it was the first race in Europe, so closest to our country, mm. and imagine to share with my guests uh, such a picture.
1: Yeah, no, it's a, it's amazing. Uh, I still I still look back on that race. It's one of the best races I I look back on. But growing up in that time when we were both getting into Formula One, it's uh, it was it's just a uh, magical to
2: see, and it's what F1 is all about. It should be about. And you know, anyway. and you know it, it, I feel I feel very proud that. Uh, this achievement uh, stay like a symbol race, you know mm-hmm. because now after nine years, all the people are remembering you know the 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 race and the teamwork also and the last victory of of William teams, Williams for me is uh, one of the biggest names in Formula one It's not mm-hmm. only only for the team but also for Frank, you know what he done starting from zero yeah' is something amazing so uh i had and I still have uh, an extremely nice relationship with the William family mm. okay i all every day i tend them to to give me the chance to to drive their car and to 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 make my my dream come true with them you know because I was a proper a proper Williams fan, mm. you know from the 90s from i was following always Williams even in the bad times yeah okay. And uh, imagine my, 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 my jumping in Formula 1. Normally, there is so many drivers that are starting or were starting at the time. Jordan, uh, Minardi, you know, in the small teams, OK? Mm. And I start and I, thanks God, I had the chance to, to share um, my experience, my talent with uh, an historical team in Formula 1.
1: Amazing to speak with Pastor Maldonado here on Around the Outside, telling us about his early career and that fairy tale victory in Spain nine years ago.
0: Join us on the next episode where you can hear more from our chat with Pastor about his experiences in the hybrid era, racing in the World Endurance Championship and having more time to focus on family life. We'll see you next time on Around the Outside. See you then.